you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, Maurice, have you lost to a guy who auto-drafted? Are you screaming at the TV again because someone who can't hear you dropped an open pass? Just dropped your running back one for a kicker? Thought your fantasy draft was a good first date idea? I hope you didn't go on a first date with somebody because you're married married. and you have children. That that wouldn't work. No, that wouldn't be a good idea for you personally. You were probably just blindsided by hunger. Luckily, Snickers is here to pick your sorry bum up off the turf. Get back on your game with NFL Hunger Bars from Snickers. Start the show! Is it a holiday? It's the footballiest time Greatest of the year. holiday of them all, Maurice. Football. Really? With quarterbacks throwing and tailgaters ready for some brats and beer. It's the footballiest time of the year. Yes, hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by... Old Navy. What? Maurice, I What got is going on? Old Navy, but new jeans on Damashek, and they could not what? be more comfortable. I love them. I went out to Cowboys camp a few days ago. I kibitzed with the glitterati out there with the star in the side of the hat, and yet I was the best-dressed fella there. Why? Because I was wearing my Old Navy what jeans. What is going on? So comfy, even in the summer heat what out here in Southern California. What is going on? I know it's exciting, isn't it, Maurice? I mean, my goodness. Where are Maurice's jeans? That's my question. Yeah, old navy jeans. I have to get a special fitted pair of jeans. So what is that even supposed to mean? Well, no, they've like, got every size. They do, but I have, help you I have I have a, a longer torso, uh-huh. but my legs are so big, so I have to be. It's like it's like weird. I have to be like a 36, 38, 30, 32, and it's hard to find those. those I'm gonna rare. I'm gonna blow in a call to you. You know, I appreciate two, it. Thirty-eight, thirty-twos. Two great. Well, three great brands. Old navy. Damashek and the National Football League now coming together as one to kibitz about pro football. I'm telling you this right now. You you, kind of caught me off guard with the whole Snickers thing earlier, but I was like, I could see Dave. And Snickers. That's. I mean, that works well. The pot belly, the candy works. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But Old Navy. That is a brand that I used to wear their Old Navy pea coats all the time as a kid mm. because that's what we, we. It was Old Navy in Antioch, and that's where we used to go when it get cold. So we'd go and buy pea coats and beanies. I, I mean, you know what? Congratulations. You've Thank made you, it. You've arrived. You know what? Uh, we have arrived, actually. Yes, yes indeed. Yes, yes indeed. That's all so for you, we're Shep. very excited. And by the way, with Old Navy coming up all through September, we're going on Thursday, we're going with a, uh, a streaming show, MVP Behind the Glass, because I'm dumb. Tell me all the details. And while you tell me, the listener will also be informed. Yes, it'll be a streaming on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific. 3 p.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. Best Boy, coast. look at you on the left Best coast. coast. Best coast time. Best coast. Look at her. She's from the East Coast. Nah, and look she at how did. she's now fully. <laughs> you got to say, you didn't say it right. It's called Best Coast. West Coast, Best Coast. West Coast, Best Coast, 3 p.m. For the people out on the East Coast. 6. 6 p.m. In other words, 
This is how you get right for the coming weekend of pro football Ooh. action. You'd get it all in your brain and otherwise. And in fact, Maurice, we'll get into some game picks with, uh, what are we going to do, MVP? How are we going to do it uh, this year? We're going to do all our game picks. I'm going to give you the spoiler alert. I'll tell you all the scores. Mm-hmm. We'll have the audio cast, of course, as always. By the way, I do want to clear this up as we move forward. A couple of years ago, when we started doing video shows, people didn't like it because it was, well, you're talking to video and it is repellent to the listener. That's not going to be the case. Old Navy is uh, is providing us with a video show and then two audio casts. So if you prefer to listen, you're going to have two chances to do that if you want to consume visually, which wow. I don't blame you for doing because wow. uh, I got a mirror and two Check. eyeballs. I don't blame that. You are blowing you up, You can also yo. watch that, but we're going to have the game picks as always. And of course... Oh. We'll, so we'll when Emma texted on... me the other night, she didn't tell me about all this. No, I know, but you look what's, great. What's going on? I wanted you to be surprised. Look at this oh reaction. Oh, my goodness. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to come in suit and tie now that we have Old <laughs> Navy. I can't be out here in T-shirt All right. Jeans. Well, listen, here's what I will tell you. There's a lot to talk about with pro football, obviously. We're Let's a couple go. of days away from kickoff here. Um, and I do want to let you know one of the biggest stories of the last week, nay, really, the entire offseason is Khalil Mack got traded from the Raiders to the Bears. What? And uh, we talked with... Someone who's very close to that situation, David Carr, will play that sound for you in a little bit. He had great insights because, of course, Derek immediately called David, and David legitimately kind of coached his response, Derek's response, to Raider Nation. I don't know if you saw Derek on social media right when that trade went down. Do you he, know who, you want to know who else has some insight? Who? I this know, guy. I know that, and that's this what I This guy talk got about. a bunch of texts and calls, and I was working my in. Rappaport in there, just trying to figure everything out. It's crazy. It's funny, too. This is one thing that emerged when you'll hear the full thing. Uh, We did it in an elevator because, you know, football conversation is urgent. There's no time to wait for everybody to come to us to sit down where we need them to. I go to them. And uh, so we did it on an elevator. And uh, anyhow, David Carr had some great stuff. And it was interesting that here we are in 2018 Derek and David's reaction was, is this real? We better check out NFL Network. That was their real reaction. No question. That's how it is. Don't call them. Right. Don't call the source. But yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. So, Maurice, okay, let's get into it. What insights do you have about this, uh, about the way this whole thing went down? Because it has kind of consumed the last, uh, you know, 48 hours or so of all football fans conversation. So as as a as a fan, I mean. I was hurt. I woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning to my phone blowing up from all these text messages. And I saw it. And so, I, you know, I had reached out to some people uh, in the organization trying to figure out what's going on. Like, is this real? Or what's going on? Uh, and it took a couple hours for people to get back to me. But they got back. And, I mean, it, it really came down to, at the end of the day, uh, it, it, and, and it's – it's kind of I have to say in the right way because I don't you know I know it's we keep it one hundred here but you have to make sure that we we massage this the right way because I don't I want it. anyone to no get jive upset. but I know yeah. you'll do it. Um, it was very it's going to be tough to have two people making twenty million dollars a year is what they were what they were saying which is understandable but there was a way to get it done but they felt like because they were cutting so many pieces from the last couple of drafts that they rather get picks for the future now. There's only one way, the only reason you do that is if you're rebuilding, which we all felt like the, the Raiders had enough talent and ability to be a playoff contender now. You just had to restructure some things, fix that defense, offensively get back to doing what they did the year before, which was running the ball and play action pass. 
uh, it seems like now uh, they're in the rebuilding mode and they want to rebuild. And so uh, that then takes a step back for everyone else because as an as a analyst, I had the Raiders going to the playoffs this year. I mean, there's no way, like, and, and there were so many people that were saying, like, well, they were only this with Khalil Mack as a defense. I was like, okay, well, take him away. What do you think they're going to be? If they were 31, they're definitely going to be. Well, my it's interesting because I can absolutely buy, if you watch 2017 and how Oakland played, you thought, well, listen, they went 6-10 and 10 with the guy. Yes, that's an easy, he cynical won, thing to say. He won three of those games. Well, beyond that. Of course, you can also point to the fact that they were probably everybody's favorite to go to the Super Bowl in December about 20 or so months ago. So that was with Khalil Mack as well. So I, I, which side of that comes down? But the, the point is, is that you have a new administration. You and, that, have- and that's what happens. So when anytime you get and this is something that I think the fans have to realize. And I had to come to it. I had to get my take my emotions out of it because I was ready to like say no more Raiders. Don't put them down as my favorite team. I'm done. Your favorite team. You're the voice of the Rams. Well, they're one of my. I have three teams. Favorite teams. They're one of the three. But um, you know, when you have new regime, and I had to go through this in Jacksonville, they everyone has like, okay, you may be going left with Jack Del Rio. Now John Gruden wants to go down into the right, and so if you're not down into the right in those plans, they're gonna get. They're gonna, you know, and and so in that situation, Gruden felt like he he, you know, it was better off than paying Mac all this much, all this money. And then trying to get picks for the future, and and again, like to me, I, I'm I'm against that. I think if you draft a player, and I was there when they drafted him. That was his rookie year was my first year in mm. Oakland, and we knew from the day he stepped. I was like, who is this dude? Right? They were like, oh, that's the first round pick. I was like, that's a grown man out here, and he showed it every day in practice. Never missed a practice. Never missed a game. Has has been the you know the ideal guy, and it's it's not what you want to do. But remember, Gruden has no ties to him because he didn't draft him, and and so. Uh, with that being said, it's just kind of how it goes, man. He's in Chicago. Hopefully the Bears, you know, I, I think that the Bears are getting better. They're still going to be fourth in that division. I agree with but, that. Everybody but, has now jumped them into the playoffs. No. In fact, that's a good way to transition here. Let's get into it. Everybody loves to hear from Maurice on uh, on the football matters. Let's first, though, say a proper hello to him because we didn't do it at the top Oh, we don't, no, no, we don't have to do it. Let's save it for next week. I want to get into this. I'm, I'm excited. All right, but I'd like to say hello. Football season's here. Let's say hello to it with Maurice Jones-Drew's intro song. It's still one of the greatest out there. Straight out of Oakland, that's where he's born and grown. Drafted by the Jaguars. Addicted to the end zone. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's always a good one. Hey, Eddie Spaghetti, you've been very quiet back there behind the glass. How are you? Are you excited about football? I'm excited for football. I'm excited. Oh, that who's his team? The, who's his team? The Gents. And Giants. he thinks they're going to the playoffs. Oh, oh, well, week one's going to be a rude awakening. Maurice, let's start there. Okay. I keep talking about that this offseason. And uh, now there. it is in season. So let's talk about that. To me, yes, you know, obviously the Falcons going in to play the defending champs is a, is a juicy first game. I think the new look Cleveland Browns uh, going, you know, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers once again. We sat here about a year ago and you said you think the Browns are going to win that game. I do. I'm with you this time. I think the Browns are going to win that game. Um, I Although, you know what, with this Levy and Bell stuff, that's another thing to talk about. But Oh, you know what? Let's talk about that. What do you think about the Levy and Bell thing? As we sit here yeah, right now, I, and then I, I so, want to get into okay, so, I want to tell the audience. 
what I really want to hear from you is just the nuts and bolts. You're, I want to go through your six seeds on both sides okay. of the bracket because that – let's jump to the end of the novel, and that's what matters most. But first, okay. 26, and because that is a well, major I've never, factor. I've never been in this situation before. I, obviously, I had a holding out situation when I played, but I've never been where I was franchised twice, and we weren't able to get a deal done. Um, and so, I, you know, we have the same agent. Um, I haven't talked to him because I know this is an important time for Le'Veon, but I know he's been working his butt off the last, you know, how many ever months since the season was over. He's been getting after it. A cliche, I don't know if it uh, counts as a cliche, but you hear a lot that there's being in shape and then there's football shape. And a lot of people pointed to Le'Veon Bell's September 2017 as evidence that proves, see, you can't, no matter what you do, you can't replicate what you're getting in practice. There's two different things, uh, I think, and I had to tell people this uh, because I went through this too. Being in football shape is it's it's not like wind, like you're breathing hard. It's your vision because things are moving so fast. And so once you get kind of get back in there, everything moves all crazy. After a couple games, it slows down. You're good to go. So when I held out, I came back. My first game, I might have had like 80 yards. Things were moving a little fast. Uh, the second game, uh, I forgot who we played. Um, either second or third game, I had 180. Right. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't. It, I mean, it literally. It just you just got to get back used to being seeing that speed again. Uh, Wind wise, you're fine. Conditioning, you're fine. Muscles and all that, you're you're, you're complete. If you're training the right way, you should be fine. Uh, I think last year we saw he, he started slow, but he always starts slow. He's never been a fast starter in the beginning. He starts rolling in October, November, anyways. So that, that's no big deal for him. Uh, I just think in this situation, and, and it's, I read the comments from Kevin Cooper, who I, I I'm a big fan of, and Mike Tomlin. Um, but if you're disappointed, you shouldn't have been disappointed back in May. Right, you should have been disappointed not getting a deal done at the combine, and whenever you guys were meeting and discussing those things, don't be disappointed now because he doesn't have a deal that he wants to sign. Like, and if he comes Wednesday, he comes Wednesday. If he doesn't come, he doesn't come. He's not under contract. There is no penalty for him for that. I get it from where he sits. I'm saying though that the Steelers understand that this is it. No, and that's why, and that's why you saw them running James Conner. I mean, they're trying to figure out who's going to be the next guy. There will be some backs in free agency, but this is it. I mean, this is. Unless they they find a way to get a deal done, um, which I don't think they will be because they have a certain way they do deals with certain positions. Uh, this is it. This is this is the last year for well, Pittsburgh in twenty six. I think, and I feel like we're we're having a conversation that's been looming for about two years here, and there's not a whole lot of update to it, but. The bottom line to me is, is that the Steelers have been trying to thread a needle, which is we want 26 to be motivated. We want him to care about what is happening in our locker room right now. And we're also going to run him into the ground. And we do not anticipate him being with us in 2019 or beyond. And we don't want to, Well, this is the big thing. My dad used to tell me this. And, I, and it, it's so funny. It comes back in the business and everything we do in life. He told me one day, he's like, son, I forgot what we were. I think I was. I don't forget what we were doing, but he was like, look, either you're going to pay now or you're going to pay later, but you will pay. So you decide you take the loss early on and you fight your way back or you try to build up and then you get knocked down a little bit or a lot of it. You just don't know. And so uh, I think that's what Pittsburgh, if Pittsburgh would have got this deal done two years ago or three years ago when, when it was, we saw how good Le'Veon was and yes, he had some suspension issues. But if you would have got a deal done then, you wouldn't be in this situation. The same thing that the Rams did when, when I spoke with the Rams about Todd Gurley. They didn't want to go into this situation, right? When you look at the Cardinals, we don't know what's going on with the Cardinals and David Johnson. 
they may be heading down this road if they don't get a deal done, right? So you have to, you just have to understand, you know, the nature of the beast is that if you can get a deal done early, it's better off doing that now and taking that big hit early on because the cap is growing and the markets are getting bigger. Well, I hope we're not having this conversation as somebody who roots for the Steelers. I hope we're not still in limbo one week from now, but we might be. Do you think, though, to try and placate Steelers fans out there when 26 does come back? Because I don't know, although I do have a devilish um, notion that the Steelers could say that to, to sort of develop a philosophy for like what matters is what's in this locker room right now, that they could say, you know what, 26, stay away. We're going with the with the guys in this locker room. I don't think they'll ultimately do that. When 26 does come back, uh, though, do you anticipate a, that he is fully motivated, fully yeah, invested, I mean, and ready he, to He run? loves football, and I think he, he plays to win the game. He doesn't play not to win. You saw in that championship game against the Jaguars, when, they, when, when Pittsburgh was down, he was still fighting and running as if he was, you know, to try to come back and get win this game, catch and pass. I mean, he was he's a competitor. That's what's going to be. Um, I'll give you. I'll give the the Pittsburgh Steelers fans this, and this is not a good example, but it's an example of what may happen. Uh, the Chargers did this with Vincent Jackson. You remember that they sure. franchise tagged yep. him, and he didn't come until week ten. And you know he played like a game or three or something like that, and then kind of went into free agency. That's what you don't want, right? That's why you want to keep the lines of communication open. You always want to keep the relationship open. Um, as you see with Khalil Mack, there, there was no relationship there. So you just kind of it, it wasted away. And so in this situation, I, I don't know the details. If they've been talking, if they haven't been talking, I don't know. Uh, but hopefully they have and that Le'Veon will come back and, and be ready to play. I mean, the worst case scenario is he waits till week 10 and comes back. Wow. Then that, to me, sort of scuttles the high hopes that Steelers fans have. But all right, a little bit of a grim um, vision for uh, for the near future here. Let's talk about something that Pete football fans should be getting excited about is the juiciest matchup in many week ones, as far as I'm concerned, that we've yeah. seen here. I think this team that a lot of people consider, yourself included, as the rising force in the AFC, certainly the best, divi- the best uh, defense in pro football, the Jacksonville Jaguars, traveling up with their pal Tom Coughlin. No question. Back to Coughlin's old digs. Hey, all the guys he drafted are still there. Up there in New York, a lot of high hopes as well. For the guys in blue, See, Eddie Spaghetti has them going to well, the playoffs. Well, Sean O'Hara has them let, going to the well, playoffs. A lot this. of people do. Let me say this, though, about the Giants. And, and this is one thing that you have to remember. Uh, and it's similar. It's it's a little bit – I think it's the same with the Jaguars. Uh, I, I do think the Giants have the ability to go to the playoffs. One, because they have, they have the fourth record, right? So they play all the fourth-place teams in the NFC, which is good. Um, but – you're learning a new system, both offensively and defensively. You have a ton of new pieces going around. You got to hope that Eli is Eli, right? Because if Eli ain't Eli, there ain't nobody behind him. You sure you want Eli to be Eli? Because what we've seen Eli look like as Eli the last couple of years. Well, you're, not I'm been... talking. I'm talking about hot Eli. Not oh, you meant Eli. good Eli. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good I, Eli. I, you didn't yeah. clarify. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know you're what... hoping it's hot Eli, good Eli, and not bad Eli, right? And so, yes, you have Odell Beckham back. That's a, that's a plus. Uh, you have Saquon Barkley, that's a plus. But that offensive line still, I mean, they're still matching pieces together trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, and the NFC East ain't no joke. I mean, we could talk as bad as we want about the Redskins, but let's be honest, the Redskins have a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over, and they put some weapons around them. 
Mm-hmm. And if you if Jordan Reed stays healthy, you have an issue. Their defense will be solid. What if they had Geist, too? That's oh, a shame that yeah. uh, well, they he's got Adrian, electric. Yeah, they, they have Adrian Peterson. He's not as what he used to be, but their offensive line is so good that he can still run the ball well and get 10-yard gains, 8-yard gains. That's all you need out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles, I mean, we'll, we'll see what they are. All right, They're who's all, winning that division? So I, I had the Eagles winning before all this, like all these injuries started happening. Right, this is early on. Um, I, I don't think the Cowboys. I, to me, it's really between the Giants and the Eagles. I, I think the team, the, the Cowboys, you don't know because uh, their center's down, and he kind of runs everything. Yep, so other guys banged up. I think Martin banged up. Yep, as well. So that offensive line's all banged up. You have no really weapons on the outside. They got some young pieces that can go, like Hearns and um, Gallup, who they just drafted. They got some guys that can go. Uh, if they Hawk. get Earl Thomas, I think that's a sneaky, really good defense. Yeah, I think but I don't, think they, get, I don't think they get Earl Thomas. You don't. I don't think Seattle trades him. I mm-hmm. think Seattle's like, nope, you're going to be here until we, we we feel like letting you go. Um, so I, I think it is between the Giants and the Eagles. I just think who gels faster is, is the biggest thing. And the and, and with the Eagles, they, they they know what they're doing, right? They're just trying to get Carson Wentz back as healthy as possible for then. The Giants, on the other hand, they still have to build that chemistry up together. You know, one offseason doesn't do that. It takes ample reps. It takes 10,000 reps, 10,000 hours, what they say, right? I don't know if they've had that many reps yet uh, to get there, but it's going to be an exciting game. I, I, week one, I think, when you talk about Jalen Ramsey and Odell Beckham, a lot of people are talking about fun. that. Yeah. But 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 think about, you know, the, the both lines. You know, Jacksonville's both – their lines are pretty dominant. You know, running the ball off, obviously, and then defensively it's getting to the quarterback. Um, I mean, it's, it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a lot of fireworks. Jalen and Odell respect each other, so you're not going to have the Josh Norman, Odell Beckham thing, but you will have some guys competing their butts off. I think one team, one fan base or the other is going to be overreacting negatively after this game. Not if, the, not, if it's the Jags. I mean, the Jags, they're not If the really, Jags go up to New York and lose that game, that's not going to be good. No, not really. I mean, it's, it's a road game. The, the ones that you can't lose at home. They'll just wash their hands of it and move on. You don't think that this that this um, grounds them, that this will make them seem mortal to themselves and to the rest of No, uh, they're, I mean, being around the Jacksonville, they're really confident. I mean, they're very confident. I mean, I, some people say borderline cocky. They're cocky. But... They but they believe that they can go out and play with anyone. They can run with anyone. They can do everything that anyone else can do defensively and offensively. They 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 trust that Blake Bortles and I saw it in practice with we were doing inside the training camp and Blake Bortles threw a go ball on Jalen Ramsey and got it and completed it hmm. and then came back and did it again and then got it intercepted right. So they they're confident enough to challenge these corners on the outside and do things that he wasn't doing last year. So I think that's going to help them in the long run. But every now and then, you know, if they if they stumble week one, I mean, you got. They'll be fine going down the road uh, because then I think they play. They get they get New England at home after that, which is another – a lot of their games are tough or early in the year. On the back end, it's more, you know, games I think they, they have winnable chances. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to stumble. I think they're going to go up there and win. All right, well, let's lean into it. You, you're, we're talking about the Jags. They are uh, a passion uh, of yours. So 13 and 3. 13 and 3. That's what I have them going. Do they – continue for another full season to try more or less to hide Blake Bortles or do they cut him loose a little bit? I have a weird feeling that Blake Bortles is going to have a halfway decent year throw. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, cut him loose. I don't think he's going to throw the ball like Tom Brady and stuff like that, but they're going to run the ball first, but they're not going to be like last year. They're not going to be as conservative as they were last year. It's his third or fourth year in the system. He's comfortable. 
Uh, and people last year he played with a broken wrist on his throwing hand, right? So that that on his throwing arm. So that's crazy to to see, hear that he got that fixed, got his motion back. Uh, he's ready to go. He looked really good. Now he made so he's going to make some mistakes. That's what he does. He makes mistakes every now and then. Uh, but they understand that, and the defense understands it, and they just know that if they keep it close, that this offense will find a way to get it going. Now losing Marquise Lee is tough because he's a guy that he was counting on. But you have a ton of guys. Moncrief comes in. He'll be a guy that make plays for him. Uh, I, again, they I. Instead of running the ball 80% of the time, I think they may run it 72, right? And then I, throw and be a little bit more aggressive in certain situations. All right, now we're rolling. We've covered two divisions very quickly there. But uh, before we move on to another one with these Jags, do they, because this is a fascinating subject to me, is when you are so dominant with one unit, if Blake Bortles, let's say, goes into New York and gets picked off three times and the Giants win the game you know, 20 to 20 to seven or something. Then Blake Bortles has another bad game. You mean to tell me Jalen Ramsey and Miles Jack and Calais Campbell and everybody else on the defensive side isn't throwing their hands in the air and saying, what are you guys doing? You're killing us. We could be a dominant team. I'm going to tell you that the fun, this is the funny thing. All the stuff that Jalen has done, right? And normally he doesn't really talk about Bortles because they believe in Bortles. They think that Blake is a better quarterback than what people see because they see him every day in practice. Um, And he's truth. He's honest. And I I was like, look, be honest. Like, is he, is he, he was like, look, we know he's not Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, these elite quarterbacks, but he, we can win with them. And we saw it last year and down that stretch where he didn't turn the ball over. He used his legs. He was, he's a, and one of my good friends that I play Xbox with, they call he's a gamer. He finds a way to win the game, and that's what he did last year. He found a way last year to win games. You go to New England, he doesn't turn the ball over. He was moving the chains. At the end of the game, they just couldn't run the ball anymore, and that and that's what ended up hurting them, right? And so they feel like, okay, we if we stay healthy, they've they've added some depth in certain positions. Um, if they can stay healthy and they can play the game they want to play, they feel like they can win. Next, let's go to the NFC North. Let's go there. Who's winning that division? See, that's a tough one. I mean, it's obviously, it's between the Packers and, and the Vikings. I think the uh, Lions are going to be good. I no. don't think they win the division, but I think they are uh, a, so a factor. This is my this NFC. is my concern with the Lions, and I've always had this concern with Bill Belichick disciples. If you don't win early with those teams, it goes downhill right away because it's such a, a, a the culture is so different than everywhere else. Right. Uh, everything is being controlled. You have to ask, you know, can I can I go to the bathroom? Can I do this? All, all these different things where other teams are like more treating you like are right, you're a professional. Do your thing. Um, if you don't win early, I, I don't see them. I see them going downhill. They have a fast. tough September. If they, they have, get to two and two by the end of it, though, I think uh, you may you may be. But if they're one and three or oh and four, it's going to be a problem. I think they're going to um, take down the Patriots in Detroit. A lot of people and that's think gonna they're going to do that. Them. I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know if they got that in them. I, just, I don't know yet. We'll wait. Spaghetti, are you happy with the trajectory of this conversation so far? Uh, but, but I think Maurice missed a few points about the Giants. But okay, what, what points did I miss? I just made, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with Dave on the score. I think it's going to be like a 16 10 ish game. I, I think. Wh- what defense? I don't think. What the defense Jaguars, do the Giants have? I don't. I think the Jaguars have the worst group of receivers in the league. I don't think those. I don't think they'll throw in the Giants at all. And I think the Jags' defense will stifle most of the the Giants' offense. I think it'll be a very tight Wait, well, kind of I'm me- mediocre what, played game. So I just saw the Cleveland Browns against that number one defense of yours. Put up what? In the first week of the preseason. 
No, I, well, I don't Come know what week Marie. was. It. I'm just saying. Not, you're better than citing preseason When you step nonsense. on the field, you got you to show oh, what you on. have. Oh, come on. Nothing that we saw in All August. Right. We can be honest. All right. That's what I'm, you I'm honest in in advance of preseason games. That What we see has no impact Unless on what's going to happen in September. Unless your starters don't play. Unless your starters don't play. If your starters I don't worry play, about what I saw. And so I, if okay. that's swaying, right? Okay. I'm just you really you. bought – Maurice I'm just Jones Drew – Cares about what he sees in August and that impacts your vision. I care about the what the how the starters look and how they gel and do. Or is the was there not a lot of communication issues in, in most of those games with the Giants on defense? The Giants are one of the teams that did not play a lot of their starters throughout the whole preseason, which made me very happy. They they I don't think even Saquon and Eli or Odell played after the first. Well, preseason and we're game. talking about defense, not offense. Uh, they all played on defense. Everyone was out there on defense for a few series, but not for. But not, there was some miscues, weren't there? Sure, but it's okay. expected. All right, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Okay, That's what let's sure continue to go. Lying. NFC North. And if, uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Ooh. I love Aaron Rodgers. I just don't know how their defense is going to do. I think it's. Um, I, I actually think the defense is going to be pretty good this year. Well, talking to James Jones, he says that the one coach that gives Aaron Rodgers problems is Mike Zimmer. And Zimmer has his defense rolling around. They've added some new pieces. They're going for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh now, I don't know if they're going to have a better year than they did last year, but I know that they're going to, you know, I have them winning that division. Here's my cautionary tale for, and I, I keep saying it because it was true. The week we had up in the Twin Cities, oh. those people were great. The, the, the they nicest really, people on the planet. They, they're too nice, in my opinion, in this sense. I mean, the, the Eagles kept them from a dream come true. Your team almost played in the Super Bowl, except that the Eagles win. Then you have to host the Eagles and their fans <laughs> in the run-up to the Super Bowl. Right? And I said, you must, this must make you sick. And they're like, well, we just hope everybody has a good time up here. I will get, you know, oh, man, that's not my worldview with my teams. Anyhow, the thing that nobody is paying attention to, and it's as though history has just been wiped away when so many people – copycat what just happened in pro football. It's weird that some people will just ignore recent evidence, which is what happened when Kyle Shanahan left the Atlanta Falcons? Well, guess what? Pat Shermer's out of Minnesota now. Yeah, but is there a, now they have a new QB. Oh yeah, no, that that's that's no, your Super Bowl team but, right there. Well, I'm gonna, the is? reason I'm going to say this is that they, they're still running a similar offense that Pat Shermer ran uh, with a better quarterback. And Kirk Cousins is a guy that likes to get the ball out of his hands quick. He doesn't like to hold it, which is good because you have playmakers that can do that. But similar to when you drafted Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. that's who they're going to lean on. That's that exactly running game. right. I agree and with And so that. as long as that running game can go. And remember, it was McKinnon and Murray last year. Before that, it was Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook. Now it's going to be Dalvin Cook and Murray. So you're going to – I think that they're gonna, they'll be fine. Um, you know, they have some offensive line issues, but – that Little the, Cavalier with, oh, they'll be fine. They'll be, I'm going to tell, tell you why they'll out. be fine. I'm going to tell you why they'll be fine. That all thing, I'm going to tell, tell you why they're fine. Because that defense is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. Remember, Atlanta's defense wasn't, they're just now starting to become this big defense. When Kyle was there, it wasn't that way. They were, you know, they were having shootouts every other week. So with this defense, it's not like that. And their defense allows them to stay in. That's why I feel like the Jaguars, their defense allows them to stay in games. As long as their defense allows them to stay in games, they'll keep running the ball, wearing you down. I mean, those those type of teams are different than what everyone wants to see and what everyone's trying to build. Like the Rams, for example. The Rams have this explosive offense, this high-powered offense, but when they got to the playoffs, it got stifled. It got stifled, and then all of a sudden, the defense was nowhere to be found. So what did they go and do? 
They made sure they had a really good defense to match up with this really good offense. And I think that's what you're starting seeing teams do. Okay, so you're going with the Vikings. I assume you also have the Packers going to the yeah, playoffs yeah, at least yep. as a five or a six five seed. or six seed, yeah. Five or six seed. Who's your other wild card? Uh, in the NFC, it's either going to be – I'm trying to think. This. Oh, oh, it's either going to be uh, the Falcons or Saints. And you got your Rams as your number one seed, right? Yeah. I knew it. 14 and, and 2. And by the way, I don't That's think so you, disrespectful though cuz I don't know if they're going to do it, but I just feel like I don't think you're crazy because I do think that while I personally I'm a pedigree snob as we know, I seem to hold Carlos Hyde on a much higher uh uh, level than anybody else on the face of the earth. I thought Carlos Hyde out, Jarek McKinnon in, but everybody like you has convinced me that McKinnon was a much better fit for what Shanahan well, he's wants hurt to now, do. So but you... now he's out. I don't. I, I don't think it adds up for the 49ers. No. I don't. I don't. The Seahawks. I do think the Cardinals are sneaky. It, it depends who's the quarterback. I and, would, and, and, and they got to turn it the rose. It depends who's the quarterback, and then if it's Bradford, how long he can stay healthy. I mean, come on. Why aren't I'm they going with the you. kid? It's such a good spot for the kid to be in. It's a great spot. Johnson, Fitzgerald, the second round was receiver. I mean, this is a nice situation for the kid. I don't get that. But I do agree with you. The Rams, your two seed is going to be? It's either, it'll be either the Vikings, the Vikings, either the Vikings Eagles, or Saints. Falcons, like that, that whole, see, there's like six teams in there that's it's really seven or eight teams in the NFC that you have to find six out of. It's a it's a much tougher division than the AFC, but I, I would say my my playoffs would be Rams, Vikings, Saints. Saints win that Eagles, division. Yeah, then Falcons, Packers as a wild card. We're pretty close. I mean, I have the Falcons as a much more dangerous team this season. I think they I think they the Packers, I think the Super Bowl comes down to Falcons, Packers, or Rams, and I think so you got to remember more, those. Saints, I'm leaning man. more and more. Those towards, Saints. The Saints added another pass rusher who was finding a way to get to the quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little. I mean, it's going to be an interesting thing to see the NFC, and they all have to play each other, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I, I like I say. I, and think about this: Carolina still has a chance too. Let's not throw them I'm out not, of the. I'm bu- not sleeping. You on got them. Super Cam. They're a little down there, but you know, if he gets hot, we've seen it. If he gets hot. You can go 15-1. and one. You know you don't have to convince me of number one's uh, superhuman uh, talents. All right, let's uh, go the other way then. AFC North. Uh, well, I have either – I have Pittsburgh winning that one. I have Cleveland as a wild card. You have the Cleveland Browns as I a wild – wait a card. second. How I'm did it take you. this long to get to this? No, it hasn't. I've, cl- I've said it multiple times. I have them winning nine to ten games. Come That's on. really all you need in Come the AFC on, to get to the playoffs. Come on. Let's let, oh, come on. No jive. This no is jive. this this is no that, thing, jive. that thing right there is recording what you're saying. No. This thing is hearing what you're saying. Okay, so this la- is gonna la- be what did recorded. I say last year? I said last there. year. I told you last year that the Chiefs were gonna beat the Patriots. Everyone called me crazy. Okay. Right? It happens and all of a sudden everyone gets quiet. I'm just I telling didn't you. Get quiet. The pieces, I hailed you for it. The pieces that they've added. First good. of all, their defense. Their defense is better than what people they shut they shut down everybody. They're, they should have drafted Bradley Chubb. They then they drafted, would have a truly special no question, thing going there. No question. Especially if you're not going to play Baker Mayfield, which is fine. You can sit him. But the defense is going to be fine. Or not fine. They're going to be really good. Uh and if you had Kendricks, you'd be even better. But they don't. They don't. Okay. Uh offensively, Carlos Hyde, we talked about it. The way he's running the ball helps out. And then Tyrod Taylor has weapons now. And and I just saw their depth chart. They're starting Antonio Callaway, who I thought was the best receiver in the draft. 
but had some off-the-field issues. He now shows that he's the number one receiver they're looking for with Jarvis Landry. Then Josh Gordon comes in. Oh, my goodness. Like, they're going to put up points on anybody, and their defense can stop. Here's my counter to that. Okay. Hugh Jackson. Well, he ain't. What is he, Hugh Jackson doing? He ain't calling the plays. Listen, Hugh Jackson is the head man. How far can he take this? This is the... He took the Bengals. He took the Bengals to the playoffs five years in a row. Wait now, wait now. So Hugh, now he can't do it. Now Hugh he is called the plays there. He called the plays there, right? Not for five years. He didn't. I thought he was. Well, Jay Gruden was one of those years, and then he left. Be, there and also, I you know I've been getting uh, tweets and such from people out there trying to correct me, and I, and I apologize for not investing uh, the ten minutes to to look this up. I'm pretty sure there's no historical evidence from a team going zero to double-digit wins. I mean, no. not even zero. I but mean, like, but let's, let's, say let's one remember, or two wins remember, to double digits but, you, in but look at their losses, though, That's last a lot, year. Man. There, there, it was. But they added the right pieces, I feel like. And that team is that team has some real leaders on that team. Jarvis Landry is a leader. And he wants the guys to be great. And his, his, it's infectious what he's able to do. He's a lovely guy. We've he, had no, good he's a great, times yeah, he's with a great him, dude. yeah. But – I like you him went a lot. from Deshaun Kaiser, who turned the ball over every game in the red zone, to a guy that's thrown last year. I want to say threw four picks. Like they, they, that there is going to win you games alone. Not turning the ball over, and that's where I think they're going to get Pittsburgh, where they're not going to turn the ball over and they're going to sustain drives, kick field. Goals. I'm with you about week one. I think that's now uh, the week two may be different for them because they play the Saints. I don't know, but if that defense can be because sti- no one has blocked Miles Garrett yet. When he Imagine, does, I just can't get over Garrett and Chubb. And right, what, that would, what that was crazy. You would have for that, that, I have no idea. I mean, you would have thought that that would have been the thing, but it's okay. I, I still think that they have enough pieces there to to make a run at the playoffs. And so you're, so you're not overly impressed with either the Ravens or well, the, the Ravens. The I, I was really impressed with the Ravens when we watched them at practice, but then I just saw their preseason record. They went to Vaughn undefeated in the preseason, and we know what happens when you do that. So I, I'm stay away from them. Weird. See, he uses. X's and O's and personnel insights, but you also like to sprinkle in it's a little just, fairy it's, dust. It's, it's, it's dangerous, stuff. man. I saw I, the Lions went four and zero in the preseason. They went zero and sixteen. So now they're doomed. And then, then the then the then the Browns did it last year. Mm-hmm. Went four and zero, and then they lost. I, I I just don't like that. You're the one sitting here citing preseason results, telling like me it. about the, well, how it impacts. You got to lose one. You got to lose one. Okay. They didn't now, what, what do we have they left? They went 5-0. and They didn't even go 4-0. They went 5-0. and You're taking the – so the West uh, in the AFC. Uh, is the, well, I see. I would have I challenged people saying it was the Raiders and the Chargers, but now it's just the Chargers. Just the Chargers. Yeah, I don't see uh, – I mean, the, the Broncos, they have a – I just don't know. The Chiefs – Defense should be – defense should – Get back to where what it was. They should be close, but I don't know if they'll get back to it because Talib was a guy. I don't was buy a Case Keenum. That was a special one year. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he and they don't have the offensive line. They don't really have the running game to support that. Uh, and to be honest, Talib on that defense was a matchup person that allowed those guys to do what they wanted. Roby as well. Roby can match up with anyone, but Talib always matched with the big receiver to shut him down. They don't have that guy there. So, so the Chargers, I, I'm with you I have you the about Chargers them. walking away with that. Okay, one. I'm I, I'm kind of with you on that one. The East, you also have the Patriots walking away. You yeah, yeah, say that's, anything yeah, wild yeah. No, 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 no. Dolphins it's don't make a a little run. Uh, no, no, not the Jets. Bills, no. worst team in football. I just feel bad for my guy Shady, man. 
I do too. That's yes. bad. That's bad ball, man. He earned the right. I don't like those words. That's what those the, are the words I don't like. The thing I don't like is the. Uh, I say feel, we don't have anybody else. I feel bad, and we'll get into this with David Carr, the guys who I feel bad for. When all of a sudden you find yourself in, oh hey, we went to the playoffs. Things are tracking the right direction. Wait a second, we're starting Nate Peterman, and we let Tyrod Taylor. Wait, what happened? We're rebuilding. Now, it's I'm like, old now. I can't. I can't afford a year like <laughs> this, this. This is so. This what is what if I'm you're Marshawn to... Lynch right now? Well, that's Jordy thing, that, Nelson. That's, this Ooh. is the thing I'm trying to tell you so the Raiders did exactly what the Bills did they went to rebuild mode and it, and then they tell you what well, we want to win now like no that's you're you're telling me something but you're not showing hey, well, me let me be it. a part of something else get me out of here why don't you management yeah. okay east we did the south is there a playoff team from the so give me your uh oh east. the south I have uh it's either the Jags, the Jags, the Jags winning, winning and then it. Houston I think Houston Houston the wild card I think so, too. I'm going to have my proper picks for you on Thursday. I wait up to the last minute. I did yeah. the NFC, but with the Steelers' final record and all so, that, so that's just, coming I'm on I'm just Thursday trying to think who's my sixth seed. I, who do I say? Uh, so the West is the Chargers. The Browns. The Bra- oh, yeah, so it's the Browns and the Texans. Five I don't six. know what. I don't watch, know. watch it happen. Okay. Well, but, but let me say this, because we didn't talk about the Bengals. For some reason, I have a just a – Feeling the Bengals may be a team that sneaks. Do you in know there. what I am? I am. I don't know what it is. Like John Ross, all of a sudden wants to start playing ball. Mixon's like doing a little bit better in year two. I've watched the Ravens versus the Steelers for long enough that you understand that I have PTSD. Yeah. You would from either side of that thing. And the Ravens scare me a little bit, but I don't think it's a small factor that for the first month you don't have Jimmy Smith. I think that's uh, a funny thing. Right. If Flacco doesn't play well, which I think he probably will, but if he doesn't, then there get to be some boo birds in the stadium, and who knows how that goes. I'm with you about the Bengals, though. There's a, It's a weird kind of like it. it they should have turned the page, but they, it's like a joke that was funny, and then it gets unfunny. It's like, Oh, it's starting to get funny again. I think that Marv and Andy have survived the storm long enough. Yes. That it's kind of like, oh, you know what? Let's go play well now. Like you know, nobody expects us to do anything, and the defense should you, legitimately be yes, good. Yes, I'm. I'm. So really, it's the Browns, Bengals as one of those seeds, and then the Texans. I think is the other one. Titans. I think they go backwards. Uh, their team was built for power football. Now you want to go to this more finesse, throwing the ball, stretching. Quick it's gonna screens. be a year. It's gonna be a Step year back. or two. I'm yeah. with you on that. Uh, Colts. Okay, give it. Let's cut to the chase. Your final four. Here you go, Maurice. Don't oh. say the Browns in the final. No, four, no, no, please. no, no, no. It'll be uh, final four. Probably be Jaguars, Patriots, again. I Rams, like that one. Rams, Falcons, mm. Eagles. I think I think Rams, Vikings, Rams and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. All right, who plays? Oh, the Jags, Rams, and then however it goes, I win. This is how that's how you got to do it, that right? Stinks. No, that's not how you have to do anything. That's the way it got to be for me. And the thing about it is, if they both go, I get a ring with either one, so it's okay. <laughs> I finally get a ring. Just trying to get one. All right, there you have it, Maurice Jones Drew's magical uh, 2018 picks. There, we're looking forward to another football season with Maurice Jones Drew here in Studio 66. Nobody better, Old Navy with the built-in flex denim. Oh my Helping gosh. me feel nice and cozy. We got to get Maurice up here. I do. Right now, though, let's head to the elevator for my conversation with David Carr with some great insights about the Raiders, the Bears, and some other matters in pro football, including Sam Darnold. Thanks, Maurice. No problem, Shaq. How? <laughs> That's Dave Damashek. All right, here he is. The 2003 first yes, overall pick. Up? 2002, whatever it is, 
I call him a pal. It's David Carr. What's happening, How's fellow? How's it going, man? This is great. Yeah, welcome. This is the uh, the first ever really episode nice. of uh, Elevated Thoughts. Yeah, I mean, do I come in? I've often thought in the elevator, would it be weird to kind of come in and stand this direction? Yeah, I you know what, I've weird? never, I've It'd never freak people considered. out. I think. Yeah, but this is how we should do the interview. From I'm gonna now do it on. like this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe a little more relaxed. So, yeah, okay. All right, we'll do like, yeah. we'll let you just casual. Yeah, just, just something. Just chill. Well, I can't lean up against the door. Yes. Well, the buttons aren't on this side. So I All can't right, let's that. start with the tough questions. The weekend that was, the per se, who knew that there could be so much melodrama the week before the regular season kicks sure. off? Up in the East Bay. What's going on? Yeah, what is going That's on there? Question. I want, first of all, my first thought was you, of course, as soon as I heard this. Thank well, my, my first thought was, I don't know if this is a good long-term play. I know that there was immediate cynicism from the football world, all yeah. the fans, how dare you trade one of the best defensive players. But I kind of get the, I can kind of buy the logic that this team wasn't going to win the Super Bowl this year. I mean, is that, are we done here? Is that, are we going to keep going? No, listen, I, mean, I try to take no job. Every team in the training camp the has no hope to win. The no job policy does apply to this element. Has hope to win the Super Bowl. I get it. Even but the you know. Cleveland Browns think they're going to beat the Steelers this week and they're going to win the Super Bowl. I we all it. know that's not true, right? I don't know but about the first hope. part. I could see the Browns some, winning this week. Okay, yeah, I could actually too. But there, there was, there's hope with the Raiders. I think what happened was, well, a lot of things happened, um, none of which are any good, really. Khalil and Derek, good friends. Um, so that was hard, right? Because I mean, that's that's your guy's team captain. I mean, he's done everything right. Like that's what that's what doesn't send a great signal, you know, is because basically you drafted him in the first round. He's done everything you wanted him to do, and then he was too good, you know. And we can't pay you. Sorry, we got to let you go. So, but that's what the nature. It's the nature of the business at this point. I because we, we think about hearing that. Well, think about this. Like, right? If you have if you have a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract, you can bring in an Aaron Donald. You can do things like that, right? But if you if you already have a quarterback that's making a lot of money, that's where it is. I mean, it's quarterback-driven league, unfortunately. People don't want to hear that. But unless Khalil was going to take $18 million and Derek's going to take $18 million, like the Broncos with Vaughn Miller's making around that and then Case is making around that, you can make that work. But Vaughn, I mean, Khalil turned that down. Like, the, there's no way. So I, I have you just, so you just can't make it work. I have so many questions about this. Yeah. One that comes to mind is, Fine. So the Raiders screwed up. This is this seems to be the vast majority of what uh, of what people think out there is that uh, the Raiders bungled this, and perhaps they did. But immediately, I think the Bears kind of overpaid to get a to Absolutely. get a, a pass rusher, right? I mean, even if Khalil and I, I love him. I mean, I've played pool basketball against him. We've talked about it. Khalil's a, a brother. Um, but $90 million guaranteed. You even heard Gruden say it in the, it was like, that's a f- tremendous contract. You know, because what, what did he have? 10, 11 sacks mm-hmm. last year? That's, that's a lot of money for 10, 11 sacks a year. And they were, he played all year. He was healthy. He had a good season and they were six and 10. So he's not really, I mean, no defensive player is going to make, make a team that much better. So when you look at it, great job for Khalil. Super happy for him. Um, but man, I mean, that's, that kind of hamstrings you a little bit. Well, also, but it goes back to your earlier point, and this is something that we've talked a great deal about, is when you have your quarterback yeah. on his rookie deal, you do have the luxury of Absolutely. spending on, on those non-traditional Absolutely. spots, maybe. But let's go back. So my, like I say, my first thought is I hear about the trade, and I think, ooh, 
Man, I would dare a car. I guess he's in an okay spot. But if you're Marshawn Lynch or Jordy Nelson and you're on the wrong side of 30 and you thought, hey, we're, I'm on a contender at least. We could, we might make a playoff run here. Yeah. All of a sudden it just feels like management has decided we know we're not good enough in 2018 anyway, so let's just scuttle this thing and play for the future. Yeah, what about me? I'm, I'm 34, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I get that side of it, too. And the veteran guys do that. That's a real thought process. I mean, those guys look at the, I mean, because you're messing with their livelihood now. Because you get over 30 in the NFL, you're an old man, and it's time for you to go if you don't have a productive year or on a good football team. So I get that point. But, I mean, honestly, you know what? With the money that they were going to pay Khalil, they might have three guys that have five or six sacks. And you might have more sacks uh, I know Clue was great against the run also, but I don't know if it's a complete wash because, like I said, Khalil played all year, had a great season, they were 6-10. and 10. I think with what Paul Gunther's doing on the defensive side of the ball, a lot of different guys are going to get involved in the quarterback or in the backfield at the quarterback. So I don't know, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reserve judgment. I know I want to reserve judgment, obviously, because I have some ties to the Oakland Raiders, but at the same time, it's never, 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 it's never over, man. Okay, first thing is, so this trade is made. There had been some rumors. I kind of was skeptical that nobody's going to pay two first-rounders, so this isn't going to sure, happen. Yeah. He'll hold out. Maybe he'll miss a week or maybe even two, but he's going to end up in the silver and black. Everybody thought this. So does Derek call you? First of all, I'm interested from the Carr family perspective. Yeah. Are you the first call, I assume? Yeah, and it was a, what, is this real? Of course, he asked me because I somehow... My infinite wisdom have no people in the NFL network that are just going to tell oh, this is happening. What a crazy it's thing. So One weird. of 32 yes. men who gets to play starting quarterback in the NFL so and he's blowing in a call to you. Is this real? I don't know. I don't know. It's Let real. me call Let me find if, if Ian has it. <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah and in his infinite wisdom might know what's happening. But no, I, I was like, I hope not. That's what I said to him. I hope not. So he tweets out. In, without using any uh, four-letter words, obviously, but uh, but teammates of Derek's do tweet out some four. But Bruce the the sentiment is the back. same. What? Yes. What is happening? Do you go into because there's something about it? So Derek tweets what something to that effect, and then about ten minutes later, has this sort of okay Raiders fans. This is yeah. here's our here's how we have to handle this. I suspect. That David Carr told him to do that. I think you might be on. Is something. that right? Did you <laughs> well, really say what, I had what to you do. need to do is well, to cool the heads? So all I had to, all I really had to do was just use. I mean, I'm 12 years farther down the road than that guy. So, and I've I've seen these situations, and I kind of prepare myself for all these crazy scenarios, and I've been through them. So, yeah, you kind of have to be. Your older brother is he's upset, like he's lost his buddy, you know, his best friend he thought he was going to play with, and now he's gone. What are we going to do, you know? And I just said, hey, man, and I kind of just laid it all out there. Like kind of what we're doing right here is just when you when you walk yourself through it and you figure out, well, this is really all you had to do. You know, and then I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, dude, why don't they, you know, they can save $15 million. They can pay a couple guys. They might have 15, 16 sacks between three guys. And then your production is the same. So it doesn't really matter, you know. So it's just little things like that. And then, yeah, sure enough. Well, they're building. Well, it, it seems pretty uh, obvious that Gruden and company are building towards the Vegas Move yeah, and to, and to have the yeah. best possible team out there right. for for the debut in Sin City. But like I say, the guys who I feel the worst for, the guys who are probably who were anticipating Not make it to that point, right? Closing out their yeah. careers with inglorious fashion. Marshawn Lynch, right? An Oakland kid, maybe oh, yeah. he punctuates his borderline Hall of Fame career with a deep playoff run, right. goes off into the sunset. Thanks yeah. for the memories, Marshawn. They go to Vegas. They can do what they want. Now all of a sudden. 
he and Jordy Nelson, who comes over as a free agent, I feel worse for them. Yeah. What about, because, correct me if I'm wrong, initially, and I know he's your guy because he gave you an ID card to the Raiders facility, right. but Gruden, didn't he initially, or am I getting this wrong, he initially said, I didn't know anything about this trade, and now he is, it, it does seem he did. he's the one who... Yeah, I don't. The driving force. I think. Of it. I think what happened was he tried to. He tried to just coach the football team. As boring as that sounds, I know we want to give John a ton of. You know, I mean, he gives me an ID card. You know, he has he has ultimate power in Oakland. And he might. He might have ultimate power. I'm sure that he was. He was definitely involved in making. Kalumak doesn't leave if John doesn't sign off on it. So I'll say that. But I think, you know, the negotiation part, from what I've heard, is was the most difficult. It was. They weren't even close. They were never close. And. You know, Khalil told Derek the same thing. You know, it, it wasn't even close to what Chicago could offer. So, you know, as a player, what are you what are you supposed to do? You know, it, it, they, they just couldn't offer it. And I mean, as I hard as that it, sounds, I, but Derek must be yeah. frustrated. But of course, he knows that. You know, because he's in a very similar spot to what Jared Goff is. It goes back to the rookie yeah, deal thing. It absolutely, Derek's does. getting paid. So does he yeah. feel? Did he express to you any sort of? vague guilt like if no. it weren't for me taking all that money he would still be here right right right. no a little bit but i mean when you sit down and, and i kind of talked through him with the the broncos scenario i'm like unless you guys were both going to make 17 18 million dollars which neither one of you would have said okay i mean really if the going market is a certain amount of money you can't just give away seven million dollars i mean who's who's going to do that and both guys now you want both guys to do that so when you when you kind of just lay it out there it just wasn't really ever going to happen it's just they khalil was it was great derek Right, he signed, didn't play through his entire rookie deal. He signed. Khalil's great, also. I mean, Reggie McKenzie did a great job, right? You got two great draft picks, and you got Amari Cooper coming up, also. So that's another thing that's in the back I of your mind. I what if Amari goes that. out and has 150 catches this year? You know, it could be you'd be in trouble. All right, let's move on to some other things, but a, but a couple things real quick to try and put a bow on it before the regular season kicks mm -hmm. off here. First of all, um, Khalil Mack. So if you're a Raiders fan and you say. But the Rams paid Aaron Donald that. That's showing respect to one of your cornerstone pieces. Mm -hmm. Except if you're really going to dig into it, Aaron Donald is the better defensive player who looms more sort of his particular brand of dominance impacts opposing offenses play in and play out, whereas Khalil Mack does not. Is that fair? I would agree with you 100%. And that was the hard part, you know, not, you know, obviously Khalil deserves what he got in Chicago. I mean, but I think that if you went around to the majority of the people in the league, players and personnel guys, they would say Aaron Donald is a, is a better overall player. Um, just from what he brings in a, getting to the backfield, able to push the pocket. I mean, Khalil's got a lot of, a lot of pass rush ability um, and is great against the run. But Aaron, I think most people would say Aaron's a better player. So what do you, how do you rationalize that? You know, mm -hmm. and say, okay, well, he made this. We, we aren't going to offer him as much as Aaron because they, everyone views Aaron as a little bit more of a more of a dominant player inside. So when they when he goes when he starts talking about ninety ninety five million dollars guaranteed, you're like, I can't do it. Yeah, I think that even though everybody is uh, attaching hero terms to the Bears, I think that they, I don't know that this is the greatest deal well, I've you, ever heard you, of in my life. Do? They give away two yeah. firsts and all that loot to to you know a glorified OLB. Yep, I agree. And what do you do when when Mitchell Trubisky has to? come mm -hmm. up you know i mean you're gonna have some issues and hopefully it's not an ugly situation where oh we gotta let khalil go you're making too much money you know it's you never know man it's the nature of the business well nature of the business is too one of the, my cliches that uh, always bangs around in my head and uh rings uh 
emptiest of all when it comes to the football cliches is, hey, this team has nothing to hang about, hang their heads about. They'll be back. You know, I mean, some of my earliest memories yeah. are Dan Marino in his sophomore year has a great season. Oh, no worries, Danny. You've got the, no. He will not. Be you've back. got plenty of time to come back. <laughs> right. Have you and Derek talked about, as Derek mentioned to you, that, I mean, it was 20 months or so ago, whatever it yeah. was, 25 months, 20, 20-ish months ago, that they go into a game with the lowly Colts in Oakland. They are on a path, probably by most people's, um, from what where most people sat, they're on their way to the Super Bowl. Derek breaks his leg. They would have at least been playing Pittsburgh. That's right. Or, yeah, that's AFC right. That, that, oh, that would have been. Good. That would have been fun. But either way, so Derek and company are headed there. That was less than two years ago. Right. And now they go 6-10. and ten. They've won a grand total of six games in the last year and a half. That yeah. well, The one thing, you are not guaranteed another trip back just because no, you get all. close once. And two, it's amazing how fast. It's not just that things get side. I mean, they, you know, they're they doubled. Yeah, yeah it, it was it, bad. Yeah, I mean... I'm gonna I'm gonna break some news right here. I, I'm excited. Dave. Here's what's gonna happen. So here, let me I'm gonna break it down quickly if I can. So their offensive unit was was really good that year. Um, they won a lot of games at the end of the game, right? In some two minute situations, they were exciting. But there were five or six of those hmm. where they were down with less than three minutes left. So that that was almost like they they kind of maybe they won two or three games more than they should have that year. Okay, and then so you let your offensive coordinator go for whatever reason. Okay, that head coach that made that decision is no longer the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. So then you go through and you have a coach that hasn't really ever called plays before. As much as I, I love the guy, and and he just didn't didn't wasn't really ready for it. Right. So you have a terrible season last year. You get a new coach that comes in. I'm watching their roster. I'm looking offensively. Those guys are ready. Like they're they're a team that when you look at them and you watch them play and you watch them practice, you're like, well, this is a 10, 12 win team. You know, now if defensively they can become a team that gets some turnovers, they didn't have a turnover, an interception until week 14 last week. Not one interception, right? So they go turnovers because Paul Gunther runs an aggressive style, opportunistic defense. And in this league, you have to pick. You can't be great on both sides of the ball. You look around, most teams are great on one side. And they got some players on the other side, but like Jacksonville. Jacksonville is great on defense. Are they going to score 10 points ever all year on, on, on offense? Maybe they don't have to. So you look at it, and if you can just be opportunistic on defense, which is where they're kind of geared now, they're kind of leaning that way, then you got a great offense. You're, you're back in, in that position. So I just think that last year was such a – it was just – it was not good overall. Boy, well, the Broncos should be defensively dominant, and but the games between the Chiefs and the Raiders should be oh, roughly fantastic. 237 to, to 230. Yeah, there's going to be in the hundreds. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the scoreboards, they only have the two digits, but I think that we might need to – Adjust just those. assume a one to just start. Just put a one up. up, yeah. So you're optimistic for the Raiders. I okay. am. I am. Now, you were the first first overall pick in Aug 2. You know what uh, what that how early on in that process in that August or September were you named the starter? Um so I, I think that after the third preseason game they told me and I, I started actually I started every preseason game. Um and I'm not sure why they did that, but I I guess, you know, the guys that they had in there, Tony Banks uh, came in later on in camp. Kent Graham kind of had a bad back all all camp. I wasn't really competing with anyone, you know. Um, and I, I've kind of said this about all the other guys, like Josh Allen. Like he just he's going to be better in shorts and in t-shirts, throwing the football around than anybody you got. And I was kind of in that same situation. The guys were older that I was competing against. They were kind of just there to help me, you know. Um, so I think when you when you look at it from from my standpoint, I, I was probably going to start all all along. 
And do you think, because it's it's a baseball thing more than you hear it about quarterbacks in the NFL, but it does seem with Josh Allen, this is what's coming out, that you're going to do damage. And I think you are sort of the cover boy for that, for better oh, or yeah. worse, is... Boy, they threw David Carr to the Wolves in, in his rookie season with sure. no offensive line, and he couldn't get untracked after that because it was because it, yeah. it, he started seeing ghosts. True or no? Is that, well, jo- is that something? When I that- look at Josh Allen's situation, I see my situation mm-hmm. almost exactly. And I, I even said in our meeting, I'm like, their offensive line looks worse than mine. You mm-hmm. know, with what they with what they've shown in the preseason. So, man, I, I wouldn't put him out there. I asked. I, I just said, well, could the Bills trade him? Could the NFL force the Bills to trade Josh Allen to a team that can protect him? Because I wouldn't play him. And when I saw Nathan Peterman was going to start, I was actually relieved. And not that I, I feel <laughs> I have any I have what any negative feelings Nathan, toward Nathan, Nathan Peterman. Peterman. No. You go out there. You do it. You It'll do be it. fine. You'll be fine. No but one cares. No, it's, it's going to be fine. You do it. So that's what, personally, That's I, I had a sense <laughs> of relief. So sorry, Nathan. I'm sure it's going to be fine. And what counsel would you have for Sam Darnold on the biggest of all stages, the Big Apple? Uh, Sam's, I think Sam watching him in the preseason, he's going to be fine. He uh, He's able to protect himself. He knows where things are coming from. He understands what his offense is. Um, he's able to utilize his legs, move around a little bit, kind of buy some time, transcend the X's and O's is a term we like to use in the quarterback room, a guy that does a little bit more than the coaches even ask, while still being safe and smart with the football. Um, he makes some incredible throws. So for him, he got a pretty good defense too, and you have some weapons. Like Josh McCown was able to make some things happen last year with some of those guys, Robbie Anderson and those guys. So, And he's got Josh in the room still, so you have a guy that can help you. Like right mm-hmm. now, they're sitting there, and they're going through the prep, and um, he's going to be ready from a mental standpoint. Boy, he's so. a sweetheart, that Josh McCown. He really is. He's great. Su- such a nice, he's nice guy. Yeah. Uh, I suspect that he is without ego, actually, Absolutely. trying to fulfill that. That's why it makes it role. so much easier in that situation. Um, all right, let's get out of here because it's getting a little steamy. Um, but I'm, I But because I like you, I want to give you one mulligan here. Okay. No one else gets it. Okay, sure. Do you want to revise your win play show five years from now when we open up this video Okay. and we look back? David Carr's best quarterbacks win play show the rookie class. Oh wow! Okay, five so years from now. best. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Sam Darnold is the best. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say Baker Mayfield is right there, and man, now I gotta. Now you I gotta like Josh this. Rosen. I do like Josh Rosen. Um, He's the what most I, like what I, you, right? Yeah. What in, what in style? Yeah. What I've seen from Josh just a is almost does a little too much. And I hope he can kind of get rid of that. It reminds me of Jameis Winston when he came out. And Jameis was extremely talented, and we all talked about how well he can throw the ball. But he almost tries to do too much and hang on to the play. So, But I'm going to go with Josh Rosen. I'm going right. to go Josh. I'm going to stick with mine. Josh Rosen won. So okay. He's going to be the best. I Darnold like too. Lamar Jackson. I'm already getting shaky about do you that. Like but I don't Did you go Lamar Jackson at three? Yeah. You might be a wide receiver by the time you're five. I know, I, but I, that was back in May, I declared that. So now I, I do I, like it, though. He, hey, he's exciting. Um, okay, let's get out of here. It is hot. But w- overall, what did you think of the first go-around? I love it. I like. Above? I really like it. It's kind of a weird vibe. With we'll the, do it again. You know, do you want stuff. chairs next time? No, I kind of like standing up. Like I said, it's I like standing cool. up facing backwards, and then when the elevator opens, did I Before we ate, I had full disclosure for, uh, for the viewer, mm-hmm. and I'm curious if you knew this before I say this out loud. 
I ate a sandwich and I took a big bite of it and I didn't realize and then I like took away I was like oh no this is filled with raw white onions which you know terrible taste did that I don't think it affected me at it all it didn't get you sometimes I have like a my nose is not the best I, I feel that's because like you I have an you have a, an adorable button nose maybe that's giant nose you can you pick know. it up are you saying that maybe I have eaten something that is that what made you think it, about I'm it? Not being passive aggressive okay, like that. Just, I wouldn't do that with you. That's a good segment for us to do too, because you like to pass passive aggressive. Oh, I kind of like that. I'm a little bit passive aggressive sometimes. Are you really? Yeah, I know. Ooh, too. We got to dig in. We got to peel great. the onion named uh, David Carr. I like. That. We'll continue to do that here in the elevator. Or otherwise, for now though, that's a wrap on the first ever edition of Elevated Thoughts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.